All right, now that our throats are clear. <laughs> Welcome to the DNA Show podcast. We're going to try this again for the fifth time, hopefully with no hiccups. I am Adam. I'm Dave. And t- hey, like I've always said, they, you know, trial and error. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, Dave, what is the topic for today, sir? We are going to talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 and maybe go into some microtransactions with fucked up Activision. <laughs> Pissing me off. <laughs> Microtransactions are not bad, but it's the whole chest opening, gambling. Uh, loot box bullshit, gambling part of it. Yeah, yeah I agree. <sighs> but getting into Red Dead, yes. um, first and foremost, Rockstar, you did an awesome job. Uh, very, very beautiful game, well thought out, uh, except for online, but it is a beta. So, we'll dig in from there. Yes. So, cons and pros, pros and cons of online for Red Dead. Um, very empty. Uh, not a lot of starting content. I was expecting more starting content beginning content uh, I was expecting more missions I never played Grand Theft Auto online when it first came out so I, I can't really compare uh, online play from Grand Theft Auto to RDR2 mm-hmm. that's that's the starting con Yeah, um, I remember when GTA Online just first came out. It was bare minimum. You had a few missions here and there and just the basic cars. So it's it's about the same, I suppose. Yes, one of the cons is for me, too, the vast emptiness there is in the game and how long it takes you to travel from place to place. Um that and the economy obviously that's a big one how much everything costs and how little you get paid for said missions and And see knowing knowing what you just said from grand theft auto to rdr2 being not a lot of content in grand theft auto you would have you would you would have thought that the opening beginning of rdr2 online that you would have more, you know, playable content in there. Because it does seem very, very empty. Mm-hmm. If you run through the story mode and the Strangers and Freaks, you, there's not much left to do in there until months later or weeks later when they decide to do an update. Right. I thought maybe that, you know, that they would learn from that, but uh, maybe it's harder to, to create online gameplay content than we think. And it probably is. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, the, uh, go ahead. The, the, I was going <laughs> to say, the, I agree with you on the uh, on the economy. Yeah. 
I don't know who put that economy uh, gap in there and why they did that. Uh, that's been part of the experience starting off. I know it's beta. Uh, I just thought it would have been a little different than the gap, the gap that there is when it comes to the economy. It's a horrible gap. Yeah, it, it could have done better, honestly. I mean... But again, too, I like to think that it's because they learned their lesson from GTA with everyone having advantages over people. You know what I mean? True. Uh, and, and maybe they didn't know. I, I thought maybe, okay, this, you know, they did this for a reason so that they could approve to see what the, you know, the fans really wanted. To make sure there wasn't too much of a player, player to player gap, you know, like me versus you, you know, everybody still, everybody stays on a level playing field for right now. And and maybe that is the reason. Uh, Did they do a good job? Yes, they did. Uh, Could it, could it have been a little more? I think yes. Also that, that I think they could have put a little more content into it. Agreed. Yeah. And two, now that they're going to, more than likely for the first few months anyway, they're just going to be fixing bugs and little things. Uh, we probably won't get too many more missions to do. So, like, once they're done, what do we do? Wait, sit and wait for the next expansion, update, extra content. That's about all we can do. I, I honestly feel that. <sighs> I honestly feel that they have a lot in their back pocket that they're going to release. And this is, this is a theory uh, that they're going to release it fairly quickly. Like, because they spent quite a few years designing, creating this game. I'm sure a lot of it was done on story mode, but it doesn't seem out of the realm to where they have something in their back pocket and they're going to release something new content fairly quickly after the bugs are fixed. I don't see months down the road them starting to add brand new content. I say within the next couple weeks, there's going to be more content because they already have it in their back pocket. I don't think they would, meaning I don't think they would go into this blind like this. The way it's going right now, I don't see Rockstar going into it like that. Well, that being said, do you think with more content they add in, it creates more bugs and problems? I think it's the base online play that's going to have the, the bugs. I mean, any new content's going to have some type of bugs, yes. But the initial first few weeks of online, because we're looking at a week and a half now of, of online being... Uh, eligible to play uh, Friday was the start of everybody being able to play the game which would have been Friday November 30th was the first day that everybody could play uh, so we're, we're we're only a few days into the entire gaming community fans of Rockstar being able to play so I like again the the initial Gameplay is going to have a lot of bugs and fixable, but I think the the, the future of it is not going to be as bad. All right. Okay. I agree. 
I just hope a lot of things don't go unnoticed, like a bunch of things with GTA went for a while. Uh, I hope they're fairly quick with it before people start manipulating the game and start trolling people really bad. I think that's one reason they went the way they're going right now with it, so that you don't have the exploits, the manipulation of the game uh, too vastly. Because if you look back at GTA, and that's really the only thing we can compare this game to, there's really not another game out there that plays like this. The only similar game is Grand Theft Auto. And, I mean, we all know from the beginning that how much people exploited, you know, money glitches and that. So I did say they had their ducks in the row when it came to uh, how money is being made. They don't, I think that's why they lowered uh, the, the payout so much. You just got to think of it from, from a perspective of a company. All right, let's, let's put out an online gameplay. Let's give the bare minimum for money earned just in case there is some type of a glitch exploit and people start to exploit it and, and use that glitch so they don't get a lot of money like they did in Grand Theft Auto. There's guys that, that still play Grand Theft Auto today that have a half a screen of money because they glitched it out so much. The, uh, obviously, we noticed that there's gold, so that right there tells us that that's the microtransaction aspect of it. But what is the gold going to be used for? That's the thing. Is it going to be horses? Is it going? I'm, I'm hoping it will be. Uh, for building houses and whatnot, but I hope it's not going to be. Got awful expensive to buy said gold. Like, how much is like That's if a house is going to be a thousand dollars or a thousand in gold? How much is that going to cause us in real money? A hundred? Yeah, that's that's where they need to watch themselves. If they if they take the, the proper steps and, and learn from Grand Theft Auto, uh, to uh, tra microtransactions are fine. We're not getting rid of them. It's not going to happen. It is a money maker, but it's all about how these companies that that use or or put microtransactions in their games of of how they're used. So, like in Grand Theft Auto, you have a you know. Uh, a two, three million dollar car, well, that's $40 out of your own pocket. Because I think one shark card was uh, 3,005, or sorry, 3,500, and that was a $40 shark card. So now one car, one supercar just, just cost me $40 in the game. I, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I do not mind microtransactions just like Activision and Call of Duty, don't don't lock items behind paywalls. Give me a gun, give me a car, 
give me a price, but don't make it outrageously priced to where I have to dip into my pocket, you know, too deep. Yeah, I agree. And make it strictly cosmetic. Don't make microtransactions a pay-to-win type of setting because that is, that is absolutely horrible. Locking shit behind paywalls, I don't agree with either. If you're going to lock it behind a paywall, make sure it's cheap enough for everybody to, to, to buy. I agree. I mean, it's... Because you got to realize, like... And honestly, I don't, I don't know how you view what your view is on kids playing, like kids, like under the age of... Well, the recommended age is, what, 17. So... I guess you can get away with 15, 14 year olds, but even 13, but any kids under 13, like how do you expect them to pay for it? I know I get, they're not supposed to be playing it, but that's at their parents' discretion. But how do you expect them to buy these things? They're not old enough to have a credit card. You know, they don't have, a hundred bucks to go out and buy a shark card. So like, it's almost like they know that they can make money off these kids. And that's what's, that's where I have a problem with it. And that's what's wrong with the, with the gaming industry right now is that, uh, not only the, the, uh, loot crates or the loot boxes is 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 gambling but take the gambling aspect away from it okay you're you're okay you're having a kid pay money to open up random crates that's gambling take the crates away and put a high price on to one piece of equipment or skin or car or gun and now you took away the aspect of gambling, but now you're preying on little kids for the for the money part, the, the money sense of it. Mm-hmm. Make it make it cheap enough to where we all can afford it. I mean, if if my son was to come to me and say, "Hey, there's a gun on Call of Duty that's, uh, we'll say, five hundred COD points," but to get five hundred COD points is $40? No, you can't have it. Now, if he comes to me and says, there's a, there's a gun on Call of Duty that's, you know, 500 COD points, but the, that COD point only costs five bucks, then yeah, I, I, I really have no problem with that. Now, if they would take um, uh, uh, Injustice 2, I, I bought Red Hood. Red Hood was only three or four U.S. dollars. I had no problem buying Red Hood for three or four dollars. That was beautiful. And there wasn't coins or microtransactions. It was you went to the PlayStation store, you looked up what DLC characters were there, and they gave you a price for them. Like Ninja, the Ninja Turtles, you got all four Ninja Turtles for like four or five dollars. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't put in a crazy expensive price on. Right. 
same with Mortal Kombat did it the same way. You, know, you buy what you want. You don't put it in a pack and, oh, I want Freddy Krueger, but I got to buy three other guys to get them for $20. No, just let me buy Freddy Krueger for three to five bucks. And exactly. that's what they did. There's, there's nothing wrong with that type of microtransaction. Not whatsoever. No, that's how it should be. Pay for what you want, like you said. The part that, that really gets me with Activision and, and Call of Duty franchise was in Black Ops 3. There was a gun that I really wanted. I absolutely loved single-shot rifles, and it was the M1 Grand. And to get it, you had to open random loot crates. So I went into my pocket thinking that I could spend $20, $30 on COD points and possibly, maybe get this gun. Well, no, I didn't. I didn't get it. I got a couple melee weapons and that was it. But if they would have been smart, in my opinion, put the gun on display, charged a couple bucks for it, I would have bought it. Plain and simple. But, no, they don't want to do that. Yeah, uh... And that's why countries, and that's why countries are now looking into this loot crate shit. Good. They need to. I think it's long overdue, honestly. But, that's... That's what and, happens and... when you give these companies your money. They get this big ego trip, and they look at themselves as, okay, well, if these people want to play this game, they want the stuff, they're going to give us their money. Otherwise they're going to have a hell of a time with these games. And that's not fair. And what was part of the problem? Not only did Activision and other games do this whole randomized loot crates, what didn't help it was the egotistic pieces of shit YouTubers that exploited it by buying hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of loot crate boxes and were opening them on YouTube and having younger kids watch this. And now they see what that person got, but they, you know, maybe they do, maybe they didn't realize how much it's actually costing to open that many loot crates. They were exploiting the little kids just along alongside with, with Activision. Ali A is a good example. He's a piece of shit for opening loot crates like that. I hope he I hope he listens or sees it. He never will because we're small YouTubers. Yeah. What he would care because oh he's He's above us. I, I mean, I'm not hating on the guy in in the sense of who he is, but the content that he put out with the with the unboxings, he's a piece of shit for it. Yeah. And that goes for anybody else that opened open crates that is similar to him. Agreed. It's just you're a role model to kids. Yes. It's not fair. It's... Uh, gosh, fuck. 
it's not fair. It's not fair whatsoever. Did I go into my pocket and buy microtransactions? Yes, I did, just to see if I could get anything. Did I feel stupid after I bought them? Yeah, I did, because Activision didn't give me shit. Yeah, it's they need to quit that. Like, like I said, there's a way to do it, and the way they're doing it is the wrong way. It's Rockstar's way is completely fine, I guess. It's if you want this car for two million dollars, you can either grind it out and know that you'll get it, or go get a shark card. In which case, you know you're gonna get it. There's no loot crates. There's no mysteries. There's no nothing. That's one thing I did like about Rockstar, that there wasn't no loot loot boxes, loot crates, randomized shit. It was all priced per item. But the only thing I disliked about that was the price that they put on those items. Right. Yeah. Which you know. They realize that, and they're already working on it. So, you know, you got to give them credit for that. So we'll see how that looks. But, like, some of the guns, like, a 900 to $1,000 for a gun, and you're making 2 to 4 bucks a mission, if that. It's, that's a lot, a lot of grinding. Plus, with the map, the game online being so empty and everything being so far apart, it's going to take you even that much longer to get there unless you can fast travel. But if you don't have the money, then you can't fast travel. So There's there's nothing wrong with grinding. Me and you both know that. Yeah. We grew up in games to where you had to grind and work for what, what items that you were granted to you. That's fine. Make it a grind. I have no problem grinding. Grinding can be fun. Mm-hmm. But don't don't make the grind extreme. There's no sense for it. You know, and if you if you don't if these companies don't want to release a full game for sixty dollars and you wanna lock shit behind paywalls, all you have to do is up the game a little bit. Honestly, I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting games have been at sixty dollars for quite some time now. Yeah, I it's getting ready I think with this whole microtransaction era that we have and people getting upset with, with paywalls and loot crates and microtransactions by itself, that they're going to, uh, these, these big uh, publishing companies and, and creating company, company studios are going to up the price of their game. But I hope when they do that, from let's say 60 to $70 a game, you, you release a full game. Yeah. I would like to think so. Just release a whole game, completed, nothing to buy, but still do your updates on the game. That you know, like, that, but if something needs to be fixed, fix it. But don't do any of loot crates, like you said, or paywalls. It's stupid. Just like with Call of Duty, take your freaking time and take a few years off and make, like you say, a badass Call of Duty game, and then just keep adding to it and making that game last for years, like Rockstar does with GTA. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. They could have t- taken the last 
three years of we're going to go with Black Ops 3, Infinite Warfare, and World War 2. I think I said Infinite Warfare, right? Yeah. Uh, you could have took, you could have taken one big game and had different modes in it. So, okay, me and you pop in a disc, and it's Black Ops Three. Um, uh, the, the, what the what the what are the the jetpacks on your back? Okay, then next year they could have added to that same disc, but made it, you know, space oriented. And then they could have added to that same disc and made it World War Two. Mm-hmm. And then they could have added to that same disc and made it boots back on the ground. So okay, so now we're we're four years into it. You could have popped in one Call of Duty disc and decided which mode you wanted to play. Do you want to play World War Two style? Do you want to play, uh, you know, boots on the ground? Do you want to play, you know, tether and 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 uh, you know, boost jumping? That would have been, I think, the way to go. Yeah. I mean, they obviously know how to do that kind of stuff. I mean, look, they, they add in prop hunt once in a while. You know, they obviously know how to do stuff like that, so why not do it? Yeah, exactly. And then somebody could have picked what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But no. Instead, we get year after year shit Call of Duties. I'm a big Call of Duty fan. Always have been. Am I the greatest at it? No. Do I like playing it? Yes. But every year, it's a shit fucking game for quite some time now. When what, what was what was the last Call of Duty that you actually legitimately liked? Uh, Black Ops Two, but I think my favorite one was Advanced Warfare. Or was that oh, it? Yeah. Not Advanced Warfare. Yeah, was that Advanced Warfare when they uh, introduced the? Uh, Boost jumping? Yeah. Yeah, it was AW. Yeah. yeah. And, and, what, and what did you like about those games? It just, I don't know. It was more, it was fresh, and it wasn't overly done, and it was, it seemed to me, everyone had the same chance of, you know, getting KDs. It was... More and less, more and less a finished fucking game? Yeah. There, it was just perfect the way it was. I, I would have to agree. The um, I'll even go back a little bit further. The, the last Call of Duty that I actually liked, uh, I would, I liked Ghost. Ghost was good. A lot of people disliked Ghost, but now if you go back and play Ghost, Ghost is actually really, really good. But I'm, I'm gonna have to go with with Black Ops Two uh, before all of, uh, microtransactions started with Advanced Warfare. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I take that back. Uh, loot crates started with advanced warfare. Microtransactions, I think, maybe started around Ghost, maybe a little bit before that. I don't know if there was microtransactions in in um, Black Ops Three or not. Or I'm sorry, Black Ops Two. I, don't I can't remember if there was micro some type of microtransaction in Black Ops Two. Maybe for your COD points, but I don't. I think that might have been it. I'm not sure. I know. I know in Ghost, there was 
skins that you could buy through the PlayStation Store. So Black Ops 2 was before Ghost. Uh, I don't know if there was any skins you could buy and if there was anything to buy for, for Black Ops 2. That... But, but the, point, the, the point here is finished, you know, finished games, and if there was microtransactions, they weren't expensive. Right. I know, t- I know times have changed, but still. I can remember when they didn't release a Call of Duty every fucking year. Yeah, like every you, two or three years, wasn't it? Uh, something, something like that. I don't exactly know. I mean, can you imagine Rockstar releasing a Grand Theft Auto every single year? No, it would get old. It would, yeah. It would. They would lose money quick. <laughs> and they know that. That's why they do it the way they do it. Let's just keep implementing new things in the online and keep this game fun over the course of however X amount of years until the next one comes out. And, and that's the key thing right there for Activision and Call of Duty. Implement updates, new content to one Call of Duty. Constantly update. I agree. It's not hard. Because now, now what's going to happen is... Right now, in the process, as we're talking, Infinity Ward is working on the next Call of Duty. They started working on next year's Call of Duty the day Infinite Warfare went out. Each team gets three years to work on a Call of Duty. So now, we're, we're having another Call of Duty next year that's going to probably have a Battle Royale. So people are going to get rid of or stop playing the blackout that's here. And not, not, I can't stand uh, battle royales anyway. But it, again, you're making something new every year when you could make something really, really badass and add to that every year. Exactly. And it's not like they're coming out with anything new. They're just taking, they're ripping off other games that got popular doing what they're doing and just adding it into their game. Like you can't do that. You can't add. A Fortnite gameplay into a Call of Duty. That's not what got your fans in the first place. If they want Battle Royal games, they'll go pay, play Battle Royal games. We want running, gunning, you know, shoot 'em up games. We don't want this fucking survival shit. I, I, I will give it to uh, Treyarch for giving, it, giving Blackout a shot. I guess Blackout is is popular it's not as popular as Fortnite. i will give it to him for giving him giving it a shot but i i just really didn't think call of duty as a franchise would would go down that route Uh, did they do it yes is it okay yes but now again you have another team about ready to more than likely make another type of battle royale so now this black ops 4 battle royale blackout is not going to be able to grow at all not whatsoever. No. Unless Call of Duty franchise. Go ahead. Call of Duty franchise hit their peak, and when they hit their peak, they could have. To me, they could have saved what they had in front of them by adding content. But no, they make they make new games each and every year, and they they don't listen. They don't listen to the to the fans. No. I I, I don't believe they do. And then again, here you have piece of. Shit. YouTubers 
that get flown out and paid to give their game a good rating when they know damn well and good the game is shit. So you're taking Activision and Call of Duty's money and you're sticking it in your own mouth to make them look good when you know that that game is shit. So you're a piece of shit for supporting it as well. I agree. I mean, if fucking Treyarch or Activision called me up, hey, I'll fly you out here and uh, throw some of our gameplay on your channel and give us a good review, I'd be like, I'm down for it, but I'm going to give my honest review. I'm not going to give something, some review you want me to say just to make your money. No, I'm going to give an honest review. That's just, you know... I don't... And, and Activision doesn't want that because you won't be a cash cow for them. Their cash cow is their, is their fucking Call of Duty line each and every year. Mm -hmm. I'm subscribed I to YouTubers I, I, that uh, these companies, either they fly them out or they come out to them to their house and they play a game. And you're seeing this YouTuber play the first half of this game that's getting released. And then that's it. You won't see them play it ever again. Why? Because they were paid give a review and they honestly didn't like it but they couldn't tell them their honest fact or their honest opinion that's why you never see them play it again it's shit quote unquote hush money yeah plain and simple i i don't i don't know the the, the numbers when it comes to who's made more rockstar or or you know call of duty franchise i'm, I'm probably it might be 50 50 Call of Duty franchise might be ahead a little bit, but if up. they were to, I mean, and that, and that's yeah. I mean, that's that, I don't know my facts on that, but I want to say Rockstar is making more than Call of Duty franchise. So maybe they should take an you know take from example. Let's let's take all three teams that consist of the Call of Duty franchise, like you said, and make one big bad ass. Call of Duty that can grow over a, I'm going to give it a short period of time, let's let's make it grow over a four to five period of time. So for five years, we have one Call of Duty that can grow and be a badass game and not release one every damn year. I agree. It'll never happen because Activision is greedy. And I, I, I almost want to take one step down from that and say Call of Duty franchise is greedy, including Treyarch, including Sledgehammer, including Inf Infantry War. Or Infinity War. Which one is it? I, I get that so mixed up. Infinity War. Infinity War. God damn, David. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Let's see. saying Rockstar. I guess Rockstar doesn't really have any... Just kind of wondering what their gross incomes are, you know, versus the two. I guess it really doesn't matter. Uh, one one actually listens to the, the people, and I and I want to believe that that's Rockstar, and the other, one's, the other one doesn't give a shit, and that's Activision. Am I bashing Activision and Call of Duty right now? You damn right I am. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm actually a passionate fan. Let's see here. 
I would say the same thing about Rockstar if you were literally screwing up as much as Activision and Call of Duty franchises are arguing. Yeah. I'd say the same thing about Rockstar. But Rockstar isn't pissing me off. They released an online beta for RDR2. It's not the greatest, but it's in beta form. They're going to work on it. I hope to hell they listen to the fans. Well, let's see how much the Grand Theft Auto franchise is worth. And then we can kind of go from there. Uh, I was going to say maybe like uh, Rockstar's annual money intake. Uh, and I, I'm not necessarily talking about stocks here. Just their, their numbers for the, you know, the year. All four quarters. Versus Activision. Well, Activision's going to obviously have more because they have their paws in, in all their games. So it's, it's, it's almost like comparing, uh, you know, apples to oranges. Excuse us for this little yeah. moment-breaking <laughs> piece of silence here. Where we we didn't have our facts on this one. This was a random question that was asked. Yeah, it's, I'm curious. Take two average Rockstar game salary. They're not really saying. I found one that said how much uh, other developers were making, but let's see. I'll huh. look up Activision. Activision. They're definitely going to have more earnings than, than Rockstar because they have, again, they have their paws in more things than, than Rockstar does. Activision Blizzard net worth as of December 4th, 2018 is $35.5 billion. Yeah, they, they, I'm pretty sure they succeed over Rockstar. That's, that's because they're, they're, they're in with Destiny, they're in with, with uh, Call of Duty, uh, and you know, other, other games Activision is in with. And Rockstar just works by themselves, right? They don't have another company they work with. They're just... Oh, Rockstar? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't believe they they work with anybody else. I mean, yeah, they have supporters and donors and everything, but... Again, that's like comparing, you know, apples to oranges at this point. The estimated net worth of Rockstar Games is more than $3.5 billion. Thanks to the success of the Grand Theft Auto series that the company can make this money, they have released some of other games and have also ventured into movie production. Its holding was $2 billion in 2013. In 2015, the company's net worth was $2.59 billion. Apart from winning several awards, GTA series has alone sold more than 235 million copies worldwide. The company makes $250 million every year. Additionally, the founders of the company, 
the Hauser brothers have a collective net worth of over 180 million. Okay, so what's their their annual intake? 250 million every year. What's Activision's annual intake? I think it said it was uh let's see. But that was as of 2015 for Rockstar. I guess what I'm getting at is if, if Rockstar makes more than Activision in an annual year, then Activision should should use Rockstar as an example because Activision has their paws in more games and should take one game and do the same thing Rockstar is doing. Yeah, I agree. According to this and chart, here's a, go ahead. No, I was going to say, the, the problem with Activision is is suits and ties on the main top floor of Activision Studios or whatever the hell they are, corporation, are the ones calling the shots. The people that don't need the fucking money, they want to prey off of it more. Right. Well, according to this graph that I'm looking at, their highest Activision was making was... $62.6 billion. As of this year, and, they have dropped to 38.59. So they've dropped yes, $30 billion. Uh, that I did know. Uh, I just seen an article the other day about Activision stocks dropping dramatically. And I think, I, and, and this is what leads me to the gaming industry is head over heels on itself. They're on their fucking back. And it's almost like, in a way, a gaming bubble, a gaming industry bubble, to where it's gonna fucking pop. And these gaming in these gaming creators and and publishers and anything to do with the gaming industry, they're gonna take a hit, and they're gonna take a hit bad. And mm -hmm. I want to say it's gonna be soon. And I hope it's one of the giants like Activision that's gonna. I I I really do too. I don't want to see Call of Duty fall. But in somewhat of a way, I do. I would love to see Call of Duty, Activision, Treyarch, Infinity Ward, and and Sledgehammer all fall flat on their fucking faces so that maybe, just maybe, we will get the best, best Call of Duty or the best Activision games we've ever had before. Um. And if that's what it takes is for those companies to fall flat on their face for us to get a good game, I condone it. Go for it. I agree. I know it's harsh to say, but I don't know. I don't like the way the gaming industry is going right now. And people have told me, well, you got to go with the times. you got to roll with the punches. Well, when is enough going to be enough? Exactly. But as long as they keep releasing the game every year, there's going to be that many more people that's going to be buying it. It's, I don't understand. I honestly, like I said, I haven't really enjoyed a Call of Duty game since really Advanced Warfare. Black Ops 2 I've liked, but since then, no. Like, I'm not even going to get Black Ops 4. I'm just not into it. I just, it's the same regurgitated content every year. It's the same thing over and over and over and over. With that part, yes, 100%. I will say that to an extent that 
Treyarch did do a good job on this Black Ops 4, the way the game plays, the shooting aspect of it. I have not been good at a Call of Duty like I am good at this one. I am, I, this is the, I'm doing the best in this Call of Duty than I've done in any other Call of Duty before. But, like you said, the content that's there is regurgitated. So we have all the same operators that we had in Black Ops 3, but we just took away boost jumping. Jetpacks. That's all you did. And it, it's it's annoying. It, I mean, it's it's literally annoying regurgitating the same fucking game over and over and over again. It is. I agree. It's. I've never been good at any Call of Duty, so I'm not being biased or unbiased. I'm just. I just haven't enjoyed it for years now. I mean, I like to get Black Ops 4, but it's... You're taking what made Black Ops unique with 2, with the jetpacks and all that other stuff, and you're taking that away, and now it's futuristic boots on ground, which doesn't make sense. It's like, I don't know. You can't take what made Black Ops great and then take it away moving forward. It just doesn't make sense to me. No, it, it, not at all. Uh, again, I will say I agree with you on that one 100%, but when it comes to how good I'm doing in, in this Call of Duty, I'm doing really good. I, I cannot recall myself going 30-7, and 21-3, and three, and these are, these are screenshots that I have right in front of me. You know, 28 and 7, 29 and 7, 24 and 3. I have never been that good at a Call of Duty. And that that's the part that I'm enjoying about this Call of Duty. But I'm not enjoying the actual content, the regurgitated bullshit. I'm enjoying my kills, but not the regurgitated bullshit content. And my biggest problem always, too, was when it came to Call of Duty, especially online, was the hit markers. Like, I could shoot somebody ten times in the head and they don't die. I get shot once and I'm dead. I've always hated that about Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, that, that that's changed also from, from old Call of Duties to, to new ones. I, I've never understood it either. Uh, this one seems to, lead, to be a little more balanced. When it comes to kills, I mean, I, my my numbers in front of me, they're they're not the numbers don't lie when I see what I'm doing in this Call of Duty. I can't deny how good I'm doing, and I've never been this good at a Call of Duty, never. So on that on that part, I would say, hey give it a shot at them and see how good you do in this Call of Duty coming from a fan that has bought and played every single Call of Duty since before there was multiplayer and see how you do. If, if I can go with these numbers, let's see what you can go ahead and do. 
I'm are you there? Yeah, I might get it. I'm, I'm okay. I thought I lost you. <laughs> uh, by the way, everybody, if you've made it this far, we're I'm in a semi. Uh, Adam's at home. We're on via phone right now. Yes. I might get it. It, it. I don't know. I just hate when they release games every year because then it's like you're almost forced to get the new one in order to stay with the times, and that's where the majority of the people are going to go, you know? So it's like you just get used to one game and start enjoying it and getting good at it. Then they, before you know it, they release the next version of it, and it's like, oh, really? Then that's why I think they need a couple of years off. I agree, 100%. Take a couple years off, Call of Duty franchise, Activision. Take a few years off. Make one badass game. Now, when it comes to you buying the game, Adam, you you know that you don't have to buy that game. I'm out here all week. I'll drop it off to you Sunday. Pop it in. See see what it do. See what it do. Well, the thing is, and like, then, I only play Call of Duty if you're playing it. I don't, I, I don't I, play it by myself. <laughs> I understand that. But to, to see if you want to play it with me, give it a shot. I'll, I'll, I'll sit and listen to you while you live stream. I can't necessarily watch it unless I'm stopped for the night because I'm out here driving. But I'll watch you and uh, help you out as much as I can. Yeah, we might have to do that. We'll see. I'll drop it off on Sunday. Download it and see what it do. <laughs> <laughs> see what it do. It's and, and Activision thought that they were fucking slick. I don't know if it's Activision doing or if it's if it's Treyarch. Uh, they have this tier system to where you can grind and work for items, but they also put in a tier system to where you can buy those items. Guess what's in those items? Nothing. Loot boxes. Yeah. No loot boxes. Loot crates. Well, so here they did it. <laughs> They did it again. They put loot crates, loot boxes in the game, and you are you can buy them if you choose to. And it's blind. It's blind bullshit. So now kids are gambling again. Mm-hmm. There's a tier system this time. That's why I said it comes. It's basically it's, nothing. Oh! It's basically nothing. You're gonna get these loot crates, and it's random. You want a legendary gun or an epic gun? You're not going to get that. It's basically nothing. You're getting what you already have, or you're getting, like, I won't say your prestige fucking ten times, and you're unlocking a level one gun. Like, really? It's essentially nothing. <laughs> that's that's the big question right now with Activision and Call of Duty franchise is why are you not, putting a price on a legendary gun. People will buy that legendary gun. Quit putting it behind a random open crate that you have to pay for. Tell me that you have a Maddox that has rapid fucking badass fire built into it that's a, a, a legendary gun and put a price on it. People will buy it. Stop locking it behind a paywall to where it's play or buy to win. Make it play to win. Agreed. No argument for me. Rockstar, don't do it that way. Make all your microtransactions cosmetic, please. Yes. 
they've done it well with GTA, so. Yes, GTA, they put, you know, armored vehicles and put a price on them. But that's the thing. Everyone has a chance to get it. Yeah. Whether it be shark cards or grinding out the game. Exactly. Either way, you can get it. I think Rockstar is going to capitalize on this RDR2. I really do. I hope so. My, finger, my fingers are crossed and I have faith in them. You know, it's been eight years in the making for this game, and they've had since 2013 to see these other games come out with the microtransaction and how they've been failing. And So I think they've done their, their homework. I'm sure they... I'm sure it'll be fine. You just gotta give them time. I hope so. I have faith in them for this. You know, they're... They're a mega... They're a mega giant when it comes to video games because they don't make games very often but when they do you know it's going to be something you've never seen before and it's just going to be awesome and they're not going to ruin <laughs> that reputation exactly in rdr2 story mode beautiful awesome plays great looks yes. great change of pace awesome game for sure and it's a very detailed storyline yeah, oh, storyline. I'm only on chapter three, and it's like, wow, dude, this is really good. I agree. Online, a little iffy right now, but they're working on it. I have faith in them that they're working on it. Yeah. For sure. But Activision, get your shit together if you want to keep your fans. Yeah. Um, one hundred percent. I'm I'm a fan. I keep buying shit Call of Duties each year. I don't know why, but because <laughs> they know I'm gonna buy it. Fanboy. Yeah, there you go. Call me one. I don't give a shit. Well, I think that's gonna be episode. I think officially one. The first one, yeah, the, Mega Man rant was just a, a trial run to see if this actually would work. So, yeah, this is this is considered episode one, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'd like to thank David for dropping by and talking about this. Hopefully, this gets heard, and who knows, maybe Activision will hear it and take it into consideration. Yeah, you know, it's wishful thinking, but. You know, two more voices out there talking about it can't hurt. Not at all. And I don't mind talking about it at all. If you've made it this far, again, uh, this is a different outlet for me and Adam to connect outside of uh, the DNA show and my channel. I, I've been on hi hi bleh, every time. Hi 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 hiatus. <laughs> uh, just, I've just been really busy, so. Yeah. And we do both have YouTube channels. Dave's is DNA Daysend. D-N-A-D-A-Y-S-E-N-D, and he does gameplay and unboxings, and he has vlog-type videos of there of him truck driving, and mine is Tet Adam Vlogs, and I just have vlogs, I have unboxings, we have challenges, we have the DNA show on there if you want visual instead of just audio, and gameplay, so head on over and check us out and subscribe, it would mean a lot.
And this is just basically, like David said, another outlet for us to talk about things we can't necessarily talk about on YouTube without offending somebody or getting our videos taken down. So. Exactly. One way for uh, another way is for us to connect while I'm out here on the road because I can only do videos on the weekends. And if any of the fans, our subscribers that we have now, hasn't noticed, I have not been on the DNA show for quite some time. I have not been on my own channel for quite some time now. So it's it's just about getting back into the groove. A lot of new games have been coming up. I've been working a lot. Uh, holidays. Uh, I want. Let me back that one up. Christmas and Thanksgiving, uh, it, you know, hit us. So uh, that's that, that, that's my excuse for not putting out any content or being out at DNA show at the moment. Right. Not a problem. And be looking for our next episode. Uh, we tried to do it today, but something happened. So the next one will be about Christmas and how basically fuck you saying happy holidays. <laughs> Yeah, let's not give them too much. Yeah, so that's something to look forward to. <laughs> very much so, very much so. So, I'm Adam, that's Dave. And, uh... Merry, Chris Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, Thanksgiving's already passed, but I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> very much so. And, uh... Yeah, well... Catch you guys later. Later.